Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Howard J. Dingers. And this is Three Count Review. Welcome to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live Review. Do I have everybody's attention now? Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW Sports Podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I'm your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. If you had to pick one cereal that you'd be okay with never having again in your life, what would it be? Ooh. Mine's is an easy one. I mean, to be fair, I don't eat cereal. That's fair. That's fair. I like cereal. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't eat breakfast in general normally. Yeah, recently I haven't. Since if I, I came, do, I just cook up some eggs. I was gonna say, like, I really only eat breakfast when I'm back at home. I just never have the time to when I'm up here. Ooh, maybe Cheerios. Really? I like them, but I could live without them. Really? Because okay. I, I, my top three for sure: cinnamon toast crunch, uh, golden grams, and. Fruity Pebbles. I can tell you right now, one of your top three is the one is the one that I can be fine with with never having in my life. Golden Grams? No. Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's the number one cereal. No. All no. Time. It All is time. Not. All time? I saw, okay, last oh week goodness. at some point, I don't remember what day it was, but it was National Cereal Day. Yeah. And everyone was putting out their top fives, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone that I saw, everyone <laughs> that I saw tweeting had Cinnamon Toast Crunch number one. Everyone, you there saw was a who- bunch of other four, three, four, five, six, you know, all those other ones, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch was a constant. And everyone that you saw tweet was wrong. No, <laughs> <laughs> when you are the one in a hundred, <laughs> you are the wrong answer. <laughs> We are a sports podcast. We look at stats a lot. Oh, my goodness. You, uh, you, sir. <laughs> stats can also be misleading. To make it relevant, you, sir, are the Blake Bortles of the NFL Oh, right no, now. <laughs> no, 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 no. You didn't look at all the tweets. You just saw some of them. I saw a lot of them. Whatever. People were complaining about Golden Grams. They're complaining about Which one's Reese's Golden Grams again? Golden Grams is like... It's like it's like the honey. It's, it's like the, literally like cinnamon toast crunch, but it's honey instead of cinnamon, almost. You know, I've never had honey grams. Oh, so good. I've never had those. Well, golden grams are or gun- golden grams. I've never underrated had golden as grams. Hell. Super underrated. All right, but welcome to our fast lane review show. Um, that is all we're going to talk about today because there's a lot of news in sports. I'm not going to lie. There's oh, a lot of like free agency. Oh, stuff. good God, is there? But ever. I want to wait because Wednesday is Wednesday's the op- the f- official day, right? Or is it today? Today they can. It was the official start where they can talk. Right. I think Wednesday is the official day where they can sign. That's what I'm gonna wait. Because now is like the the official like legal tampering right. period. Because good God, there's a lot of shit that could happen in between now and Wednesday. You couldn't even make Shh, it. It's fine. <laughs> ignore that. <laughs> ignore that. There's a lot of stuff that could happen between now and Wednesday as far as deals possibly going through. So. I'll, we're going to do Fastlane today. Yep. We're going to do Raw and SmackDown on Wednesday as normal. Mm-hmm. And then we will do a full NFL free agency. At the end of the week? At the end of the week. That, that makes Thursday, sense because that will be a good little week and recap exactly. thing. Yeah. Exactly. We'll do just a full week recap Oof, as I'm far a, as free agency. I'm going to need a binder with all the moves that have happened. Yeah. So I'll literally pull up a free agency tracker. Yep. Just... That's literally what I was thinking. I was like, well, time yeah. to print off a bunch but of stuff in the tracker. as far as today goes, we are going to talk about... 
I suppose I should actually pull up the Wikipedia thing because matches did change. But I have our. We're gonna talk about Fastlane because there's a lot of different opinions on Fastlane. Um, a lot of people thought that it was great. A lot of people thought, including myself, that it wasn't that great. Um, so let's go through it, and we will come to a conclusion after that. We'll see if I change my mind. Where? Oh, here I am. So, not only was there just the one match in the pre-show, but there was a lot of angles to set up. The pre-show is actually better than most pre-shows because it set up a lot of angles for later in the night. It actually mm -hmm. made the pre-show feel somewhat important. Yeah. Um, so first, I mean, we had the match, New Day versus, um, it was Biggie and Xavier versus Shinsuke and Rusev. And, I mean, it was a typical match. I mean, Nothing yeah, special. There were a lot of near falls, I will say, and it made it quite interesting. There were a lot of moments where I thought that New Day was going to lose. There was a, yeah, there, there was, was a, a lot of those. quite a few Xavier of was kicking out of a lot of stuff, which I feel they've been doing that a lot where Xavier... It has that late stamina where he kicks out of a lot of stuff. I like that. That's a it's a good. They've really made him look strong. Yeah, and I like it. Um, but other than that, it was pretty, pretty typical match. Uh, New Day one with the up, up, down, down, and it was fine. Not much to say about it, but it did also set up a little much, a little bit for later in the night. But so before the match, while they're walking to the ring, Kofi was with them, and a backstage official. You want me to look at my phone? Yes. Oh, we'll talk about that on Friday. <laughs> I like that. Okay. P go peep Schefter's tweet. I mean, this is you're going to hear this like two hours after we record, but you're just fine. Um, you'll know it when you see it. You'll know it. Uh, oh, yeah. So, okay. New Day, with all three New Day members are walking to the ring before the match. And some backstage producer dude, some no-name goober number one, walked up to <laughs> goober Kofi. Goober number one. <laughs> walked up to Kofi and said... Um, the McMahons would like to see you regarding the WWE championship for tonight. And New Day was like, oh, let's go, baby. Mm -hmm. And then, so Kofi went with him. That's fine. So Kofi wasn't there for the match. We'll come back to that. Actually, we'll just, we'll just talk about it all now. So an hour later, so after, I think it was after the first tag team match. I think it was after the Usos McMahon. No, it was, it was after the Asuka match. Uh, after, okay. It was an hour uh, just about an hour after that segment, so on the main card, uh, Biggie and Xavier were walking through the hall, and they noticed Kofi was still standing outside of Mr. McMahon's office mm -hmm. an hour later. And they were like, dude, it's been an hour. Why are you waiting? <laughs> apparently, that's a rib off of uh, creative meetings, because apparently a lot of creative meetings are supposed to start around 5, yeah. and Vince doesn't show up until 10. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so Damn. that's a rib on that. Um, so uh, creative made fun of themselves. I guess <laughs> made fun of Vince. They made fun of Vince, right? Vince has become so meta. I love it. <laughs> it's really interesting. But because uh, so well, okay. So Biggie and Xavier were like, dude, you just got to go in there. And so they walk in. Vince is on the phone. He goes, all right, I'll call you back. He hangs up his phone. He stands up, and they're Biggie and Xavier do their whole. He's waited eleven years. He earned this, which mm -hmm. is getting a little annoying in my mind. Um. Because they say it so much. And Vince said, they were saying, you know what to do. You know what, make this right. Make tonight's match a triple threat. And Vince said, you know what? All right. Tonight's WWE Championship match will be a triple threat. Kofi, your match starts right now. You better get out there. 
And the wording in that was so perfect because yeah. it got us so hyped. It did. I remember all of us were like, oh, damn, so it's happening. Hyped. And I, I mean, might as well. It's storyline, so we might as well just keep going with it. We'll come back to the other two matches. So Kofi heads out there. Yep. And all of a sudden, he he, he goes out, and then he, he gets announced by Greg Hamilton. And then Hamilton, announce, he gets talked to by one of the ringside officials, and he's all confused. And then he announces the following – or the WWE Championship match will be held later tonight. Right now, this match is a handicap match. Mm-hmm. Or something to the uh, maybe yeah. he said it, it was a two on one handicap match. In this match, yeah. both members will be yeah. in the ring. Tornado tag and the bar come out. So it's the bar versus Kofi Kingston, and like I said, tornado. So both Sheamus and Cesaro were in the ring at the same time, and they for five minutes just beat the ever living crap out of Kofi Kingston. It could have been over in like a minute, but they just kept beating him up. And then and I well yeah and then so so. The, Towards the end of the match, uh, Xavier and Big E tried to make the save, and Rusev and Nakamura came out to uh, stop them from making the save. So there's two things I want to talk about. One, do you think this match was effective no. as far as the Kofi story? And two... It's a, it's effective in the sense of it makes Vince... I mean... How do, how do I want to phrase it? It's effective Vince in the trolled sen- us. <laughs> yeah, it, it's effective in the sense where Vince trolled the ever-living crap out, uh, out of everyone. So, I mean, in that regard, yeah, because then you could still go to the whole, the McMahons don't believe in Kofi because they sneakily uh, worked him out of it. But I don't know. It goes into to my other point, which I'm kind of waiting to see what your second question is. My, my second question is, do you think that the bar and Rusev and Nakamura are creating the League of Nations 2.0? Yep. I do, and I hate it. Wasn't Rusev part of the OG League of Nations? Yeah, with Wade Barrett. Rusev and oh man, who was it? It was Barrett. It was Alberto Barrett, Sheamus. Yeah, so Sheamus and Rusev. Sheamus and Rusev. Sheamus was in it. I think so. Yeah, Sheamus was in it, and yeah, Rusev was in it too. I would assume Sheamus was part of it. So I guarantee you, Sheamus and Rusev are going to be like, "Yo, we were once part of a dominant." like this dominant they got beat up by legends at wrestlemania 31 hey man it was a 32 mm. 31 i think it the was. one in, the one in jerry world 31 um yeah i i hope that i hope that they don't i think that they might make that a team but i hope that they don't it didn't work the first time and it won't work this time no, they'll all won't. be in the arm bar Guaranteed. All four of them. Just say. No, it's too long. Everyone calls it the armbar. You heard Nate call it the armbar. Wait. call it the armbar. Wait, so how is it Andre the Giant? I don't remember. Yeah, how how do you get armbar from Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? I've looked it up before, but... Okay, so go... You don't think this was effective in getting Kofi over more? Or just furthering the Kofi momentum? I I think it kind of was... But it was more – it was taken away from the fact that you had the random insertion of what's about to be League of Nations Part 2. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm i more worried that they're about to find a way to fling him into that than they are the WWE title picture. I just think – no, just continue on here. Aha. Arm bar. How? 
what does armbar stand for on reddit.com um it what oh ah because andre's real name was well his initials are ar so it goes ar memorial arm and then battle b a no b no 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 that's where people get it though that's it says it should be a in. B. It shouldn't be B A. Well, it's still armbar. It's just without an A. Armbar. <laughs> armbar. Which makes more sense to call it an armbar. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Fine. A- what's his what's his yeah. last name? Andre what? Andre Rus Ruismov. Rousimov. R O U S S I M O F F. Armbar. It's called the armbar. Deal with it. Um, I won't. I just in this in my mind, this Kofi thing did not work, and we'll get into it later. I really don't think they handled this whole championship. No, nope, they did well. it because someone's about to be a casualty because of it. it. Oh terrible. my! Conor McGregor got arrested. Of course he did. Um, I just that mm, it would have been honestly Kofi's storyline would have been better without Fastlane, <laughs> but. You could argue most of the stories would. Um, I just, I don't think this was the, they're making it too much of a babyface underdog story when they're already doing that with Rollins and with Becky, which is my worry why I don't think Kofi's going to win at WrestleMania. As much as I would like to see that, I think it would be a great moment. He deserves it. We all know that. But is Vince, is Vince McMahon really going to have three baby faces conquer heels for champion for the top championships at wrestlemania that's my fear right because i seth is winning or becky is winning Mm -hmm. those are guarantees in my mind becky more than seth but (laughs) agreed yeah who knows with lesnar but i i'm worried about kofi i think it's going to be a great story and a great build-up and the match is going to be hot i and i guess it'll be good heat when Brian wins, I guess, but I don't know. I this didn't do anything for me. I think the story I think the story's gonna be fine without it. The story's gonna be fine with it. It was just there. I think it was just to get him on television, I think. Um so let's go back and talk about the first okay, so the first main card match. We'll talk about the rest of the pre show in a little bit. There was just one other segment that I want to talk about, but it involves one of the matches coming up, so We'll get to that. So the first main show match was the Usos taking on Miz and Shane for the SmackDown Women's SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And this this was another stereotypical WWE tag team match, mm-hmm. especially because it was Miz and Shane wrestling. I'm not I'm not a fan of Shane's in ring work. Miz's in ring work is better as a singles star. Um, but the Usos are great. So, I don't know. This match was okay for me. Um, it went too long. 14 minutes, I, in my opinion, is too long for that. Cut it down to 12, maybe even 10. But, so what happened? Well, let's talk about a couple spots yeah. first. The the one that jumps out in everyone's mind is Shane goes up for a coast-to-coast. And one of the Usos, I wasn't paying attention, so I have no idea. One of the Usos was down in the corner. So Shane goes up for the coast to coast. The other Uso gets up above his brother on the turnbuckle. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. And Miz is also laying down on his back. 
um, in the ring. So the Usos like, hey, don't don't do the coast to coast. And Shane's like, hey, don't do your frog splash. Don't do it. They're both like, hey, no, no, no. <laughs> who's gonna do it first? Who's gonna go? So the Uso starts to jump. Shane starts to go for the coast to coast, but like almost at the last second, he changes his direction and he drop kicks the Uso out of the air. Oh my gosh. While he's going for the I frog splash. I was food when I saw that then, I guess. Oh yeah, you guys weren't there for that match. They had to go get yeah, so it was it looked terrible in real time, but mm-hmm. then they showed the replay and he got there. Like Shane Shane made the timing. It was pretty awesome actually. Um and then there was an okay, so oh, was it right after that? I think it was. It, maybe it wasn't. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh <laughs> but um I think it was right after that. Shane is so hurt from the jump that the ref is attending to him. And Miz hits the skull crushing finale and the Uso. Mm-hmm. and goes for the pin and he's got him there for a good four or five count before the ref turns around and goes for the count and he goes one two kick out and Miz was just like no you've got to be kidding me ah oh. and that's where I started you know I was under the impression I knew who was turning heel but that's when I started to think that it was Miz because mm-hmm. that that was a good seed to plant um so good good job by them but ultimately what happened was Shane got taken out because he took out one of the other Usos on the side. So it's just Miz and we'll say Jimmy 50-50 shot. Um, and Miz is on the outside on the on the ring apron. And he looks at his dad and his dad says, go for it, son. Go to the top rope. Do a frog splash. And Miz is like, you know what, George? You're right. I can do that. Even though I never do, I can. I need to do it to win this match. And he goes to the top rope. And he does pretty impressive frog splash. It was basically Leo Rush's frog splash where mm-hmm. he, like, really spreads his legs and, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, while he's doing the frog splash, uh, the uh, Jimmy gets his legs up into the knees and immediately cradles into a one, two, three to retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. So, cool. I mean, it, it was a decent match. But this was not about the match. It was about what happened after the match. They're walking out, Shane and Miz. Shane is like, you know, holding Miz. He's like, you know what? It's okay. And then you can see it in his eye. You know, he goes, you know what? It's not okay. And he just clubs him and he's just beating him down. Shane is just wailing on Miz and wailing on him, wailing on him. He kicks him in the face at one point and it looked like it hurt. <laughs> and and then he puts him in a very unconvincing triangle choke. <laughs> but Miz sold it. And he, he has it in position where, like, he's right here. And Miz's dad is, like, right there, so he's just looking at him like, what are you going to do? And as the great father that George is, he stayed behind the <laughs> – the, the, uh, what am I thinking of? Barricade. He stayed in the crowd. He stayed behind the barricade. Thank you. And, yeah, Shane just did that. He beat him up a little bit more, and then Shane left. And then George came over the barricade and attended to Miz, and they walked out together. At one point, Shane ripped off his Cleveland is awesome shirt and wiped his face with it and everything. And mm. so Shane McMahon is heel. Miz is going to be babyface. It's going to be interesting, but it looks like we are getting the much planned Shane versus Miz storyline for WrestleMania. Oh, about time we 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 got to this point, right? So, about what do time. you think about this going forward? Miz is a babyface is weird. It's going to be weird. It it's been weird to see him doing babyface things in the ring already like he's kind of been doing like tope suicinas and stuff 
Mm-hmm. It's a little strange, but I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I can get behind it. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's great. Uh, it's a great payoff after Crown Jewel, mm-hmm. like Shane running around with the trophy, high fiving people after he wins that Best in the World tournament. Like, yeah, look at me, I just won my tournament, but like he wasn't actually in it. I think this is going to further that storyline. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that could play into this. I think it's great. I still think it should be George and Mike versus Vince and Shane, but that's just my opinion. Oh, God. I don't want to see Vince in the ring again. Uh, but I want to see George, so <laughs> it would offset. That I can see. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be a good feud going forward. I think it'll work. Well, we got four weeks. True. We got four weeks to see it build. Um, then we had the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Oscar uh, defending against Mandy Rose. And this was a lot of nothing. Yeah. At one point, Sonya started searching under the ring um, to no avail. And then about two minutes later, she started searching under the ring again. God, this match only went six minutes. It felt a lot longer than it that. It really did. Um, yeah, so then about two minutes later, she started searching under the ring again, only in a different spot. This time, she lifted the ring apron up. And she found a kendo stick, right? She grabs a kendo stick. And then Mandy starts running the ropes. And as she bounces off the rope where the apron is up, Sonya left the apron up. She mm-hmm. slips on the apron. When she stands up, she gets legitimately kicked in the face, which is awesome. Yeah, no, we saw the replay. The we just sell- all cr- we all cringed. That kick was amazing. It looked safe, though, but it looked amazing. Yep. Um, Mandy turned her head literally at the perfect time. Like, it's it connected, but it didn't, like actually right. connect. It, it didn't like potato her exactly <laughs> it wasn't an actual kick but it looked like it was be- it was beautiful um but yeah and oscar won with that so it and that okay so then after the match mandy was upset at sonya understandably mm-hmm. so again this felt like obviously more of a segment which i think all of these matches were but this felt more of a segment for mandy and sonya Rather than Oscar, which is not how it should be going. No, to Mania. she has done nothing since winning the title. She, she legitimately, be, she's except, been off the of TV, except beat Becky Lynch clean at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But yet she needs help to beat Mandy. I, it doesn't. I, I don't know. It, now, in my mind, if they're not going to go with Lacey Evans, triple threat right here might not be a bad idea with Mandy and, and Sonya. Uh, it might not be a terrible idea. I mean, could crown Sonya pinning Mandy. Protect Oscar potentially. I wouldn't mind that at all, actually. But I mean, I don't think I don't I don't think even if Oscar loses that hypothetical match, I don't think she's protected because I mean, I mean, it's better than her losing to Mandy Rose clean. I I guess, but I mean, I maybe I'm in the minority here, but I think there can't be the damage has already been done by her, them basically forgetting she's SmackDown Women's Champion, so it doesn't matter if she got pinned by Sonya or Mandy or whomever at Mania, right? I think that the damage was already done. I agree. I think she's going to retain it, Mania, personally, because there's not going to be that many title changes. Right. Someone's someone's got to retain. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Who knows? Maybe it's just... Well, wait. What WrestleMania is this? 35. Uh, It's every 10 years that they do the big change. Although, every five years, it seems to... What? The big change? They do a lot of big changes every five years. I know every... 10 years like wrestlemania 30 is always like those big oh yeah changes. anything that ends in like a yeah. zero daniel they got Bar- obviously they gotta go daniel, massive yeah the daniel bryan the streak ending that kind of thing yeah i feel like five i'm gonna have to go back and look because i feel like fives also are pretty big 
I'm going to go back. But anyway, um, yeah, and typical WWE, as soon as they introduce women's tag team belts, they start a storyline to break up one of their more established tag teams. Makes sense. Why not? <sighs> also, better name than Fire and Desire. I already forgot it. Wait. Sex and Violence. They're not going to call it that. No, they won't, but I love it. Um, so we already talked about the bar and uh, Kofi. So then we come to the Revival defending the Raw Tag Team Championships against Aleister Black and Ricochet. Or what did Duncan call them? Blackishay. Blackishay. Because <laughs> he said it, and then like, everyone at the exact same time said it. Said it together, like in shock. We're all like, Blackishay? <laughs> I'm trying to think of their... Hold on. That's, there's a one and only and fade to black. Yeah. Nope, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you do much with no, those. There's nothing that usually I can do it, but nah, there's nothing on that one. Um, and obviously Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, who still don't have a tag team name. <laughs> it's just Roode and Gable, which I like. I pointed out at the on the show. I would love if their Titantron just said Bobby, Bobby and, and Chad. Chad. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Um, this was a good match. Surprisingly, only went 11 minutes. And I, not too surprisingly, I guess, but this this was a good match. It, I, I, I enjoyed it. I think it could have went to. There was more quite minutes. a few spots that I liked, including mm-hmm. Ricochet, like just jumping oh, over the turnbuckle a, thing. Yeah, beautiful diagonal run across the ring over the turnbuckle. But while he's doing that, Chad does a blind tag. Oh, it's so good because the revival are down because he Ricochet just took him out. But Ricochet sees Bobby Roode attacking Alistair. Mm -hmm. So then he just dives over the turnbuckle, over the stairs, the steel stairs, and takes out Rude. But Chad tags himself in at the same time. It was beautiful. Chad runs in, runns a little rough shot on the Revival, but the Revival ultimately just turned one of his moves into their Shatter Machine. One, two, three. As I predicted, uh, Chad Gable gets pinned. And, yeah. And then Ricochet and Black stood tall again at the end. Yeah, because everyone started to fight everyone. And then there was a Black Mass, and then there was... Mm -hmm. Uh, ricochets because bobby Roode started attacking the revival mm-hmm. and then the the ricochet and alistair started attacking everyone and yeah mm-hmm. they stood tall again which and then notice whose music they played at the end even though ricochet had the final blow what's his move called the the 630 the 630 yeah. like he, he was the last move day like he hit the 630 which like finished everybody but and then they played alistair's music i'm telling you because i was sitting there Al- i was just like good lord they are they are higher really, on alistair than they are in ricochet which is a shame because ricochet I, is damn good. i'm telling you within a calendar year Ricochet will be on 205 Live. He better not be. I'm t- I'm mark it down right now. I know he will be, but I hate that he will be. I me too. It's unfortunate. Um but yeah, good keeps the keeps the tag belts on the revival. Mm-hmm. Protects Alistair and Ricochet. Keep them happy in the Mania. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see what they do at Mania though. Mm-hmm. If they just straight up face Alistair and Ricochet, that would be fun. It would be a great match. I mean, now that I mean I wouldn't want Alistair and Ricochet to win. Neither would I. Because um, I don't think there'll be a tag team after Mania. No. But... I think this is all just to get eyes on the Dusty Classic. But Yeah, for sure. 
So I mean, it would be great if this with DIY was still whole right now. I know. Sad. Oh, speaking of Tomasa Champa putting a neck brace on Goldie. Yeah, I show, I sh- I'm gonna say I, sh- I showed you guys that picture, I and I was like dying. I, I was like, it oh my, my goodness, it's just amazing. He said, "Me and Goldie are on the hashtag WWE Fastlane to recovery." Dude's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. He is just so back to the pre-show real quick. Yeah, we had. So we had a scheduled match, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Mm-hmm. Everyone was looking forward to it. It was going to be a great match. But then we had Carmella walking around with a petition to make our truth number one contender because, oh, those stupid antiquated rematch clauses. Now they're pushing that down our throat, and I want rematches back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so she's walking around. She wants someone to sign it. She wants the stylist to sign it. And the stylist moves out a shot, which I thought was a beautiful stage because Zelina Vega's just sitting behind her. Literally no one knew that she was back there. It was beautiful. Oh damn, okay. Yeah, it was it was a really good staging. And so then Zelina's like, um, Andrade's the one that deserves the title. And oh, and Carmelo CN all miss people. And then and then uh Carmelo's like, uh pretty sure Andrade's the one that got pinned on Tuesday. Yikes. And then they started to bicker. And then Joe just walks up with the title and he's like, ladies, ladies, ladies. You're both wrong. <laughs> no one deserves this. I'm the U.S. champ. I get to decide. And you know what? You can all have a match. And he signs the petition and he walks away. Announces the fatal four-way. So instead of the one-on-one match between Ray and Andrade, we get a rematch of Tuesday for the fatal four-way. Truth, Joe, Andrade, Ray for which, the U.S. title. Which wasn't that bad to begin with. Which was a great match. The, these four are, they're such a good mix mm-hmm. because you obviously have Ray and Andrade who have fantastic chemistry. You have Joe who's just a powerhouse, but he also he's he's got his big spot. He's got some mole. He's got some mobility. And to you be have R Truth who is the athletic one, but he's got the comedy spots, and that is per- it's such a perfect mix of talent. Right. And this was just great. Exactly. Yeah. There was a point where R Truth did his he was doing his five moves of doom a la John Cena, and he did the back body drop on Andrade, but he dropped Andrade onto Joe, and Andrade was covering Joe for about seven seconds. <laughs> and the ref did not count it. So, I should have won that point. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> oh, yeah, so what happened with that? So we came to that, and that match was getting announced while we were doing predictions, so we just changed the prediction to the chain. And me being stubborn well okay at first i was like joe's retaining so i changed my pick yeah in my phone i had some old joe down but then i thought about it as you tend to do and i said i told everyone (laughs) that i wasn't going to change my picks and even though they changed the match i'm gonna stick to it and and i stuck with andrade so of course the one day where you say you aren't gonna change your picks you probably should have changed your pick. So I even, and technically, I changed my pick because <laughs> I had Joe. <laughs> you technically once did. the match got announced. <sighs> <laughs> I was perfect. I was perfect. Other than that match. Oh my goodness. I, was, uh, I think I went perfect. Did, did I kill go, me? Did I go? Wait, how I many matches were there? Wait. I mean, since you picked, I got Joe, it right. I got it right. Since got you it right. Joe, and then yeah, you you went perfect. Heck yeah. yeah. But you didn't go perfect for these picks. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did you. 
<laughs> Neither did you. <laughs> um, yeah, but other than that, this was a great match. Uh, what happened at the end? Oh, um, Carmella and oh no, that was a different spot in itself. I don't even know how all of this happened, but either way, uh, Joe put Ray in the Coquina clutch, which yeah. looked devastating because of the size difference. Yep, it's incredible, and yeah. Joe uh, Ray passed out. He did not tap out. I like that a lot. But yeah, Joe retains via submission. Um, there were a couple other good spots. They did another Hurricane Rana off of our truth. Yep. They did a double Hurricane Rana with our truth and Andrade. I saw that. I really like that. That was a great spot. Um, Joe doing his su- suicinas are always awesome. Uh, the five knuckle shuffle, obviously awesome for our truth. I think he does great with that comedy bit and. Uh, oh, uh, Andrade doing the two of the three amigos stopping and doing the the shake via Eddie Guerrero and then getting interrupted. I, I think that's great. He'll heat for him. and But, yeah, Joe retaining, I think, is the right move. Apparently, Apparently. Uh, much to my uh, dismay, they are not planning on John Cena even being at, Roy- at the WrestleMania right now. Oh, come on. So, they're not – there's no plan for – Joe versus Cena. Now, when was the last time we had a WrestleMania where Cena and or Taker weren't involved? Great question. Uh, yeah, because even when Cena was hurt, Taker was there. It's been a while. My mind immediately goes to Samoa Joe defending against Mustafa Ali. How are they going to work that in there? They've had a mini feud. Before the Rumble, they had a mini feud. Joe versus Mustafa. Because remember, Mustafa kept coming out for matches, but Joe just kept beating the crap out of him, throwing mm-hmm. him into the turn, literally throwing him in the air into the ring post on the outside, and he would just, like, spin and fall to the ground. It was, it was also always awesome. And they had – and then I think Mustafa eliminated Joe. In, in the, the Rumble, Rumble, yeah. So I it, it's a feud that they've had going. So I don't know if this has been their plan. But I think that's. I don't know. I feel like he's gonna be involved with the other belt on SmackDown, as we're as we're gonna get to shortly. I oh, I forgot about that. Yep, because I can tell you where I think it's gonna. Although end. he got beat clean. We'll get to that. We'll get. He to that. did, but I think they're gonna play up to the whole. The fans didn't that they were dead or even just flat out booed him during that spot. We'll get to that because I do have some thoughts on that. All right. Um, where are, oh yeah. There's one match separating it. (sighs) Boston Hug Connection defeated Nia Jackson Tamino. And Nia Jackson Tamino ran rough shot over uh, Beth Phoenix and Natalia at the end. And now Beth Phoenix is rumored to have a match in some form of capacity at WrestleMania. And they're debating on having the Divas of Doom reunite, even though they were mostly a heel faction. The Divas of Doom being Beth and Natalia. Right, because Natalia came out for the save. Yep. Now, do you know what match they're thinking of? What? They're thinking of the rumored Four Corners women's tag team title match. Oh, so you think you mean the Boss thing that... Hu- it would be Boss and Hug. You mean the thing that we all kind of figured was going to happen after they won? But what we figured was Boss and Hug defending against the team against Ross, Ross SmackDown, and NXT. NXT, correct. But now, it oh. looks like they're setting up Boss and Hug... Nia and Tamina. 
Divas of Doom. Divas of Doom. And then someone from some miscellaneous team from SmackDown. Iconics, most likely. Because Iconics did do a little bit on the pre-show. Well, screw the Sky Pirates, apparently. Why have Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane when you can have Natalia and Beth Phoenix? I mean, I'm okay. Hang on. I'm okay with Beth Phoenix getting in on the action for the belt. She's retired. Yes. Yes, I'm okay with Beth Phoenix having getting in on the action to an extent. But Lord Almighty, then take okay. I'm fine with that. Take out Nia and Tamino. That would be. That's what I would say. Put the Divas of Doom in there and put the Sky Pirates. Yeah, you, you have to push these future stars. They're surprised that they don't have any stars right now because, because they, they don't... keep pushing these legends. Yep. Ah. Oh, Which I mean, so think about it. It makes sense to have to have Beth Phoenix involved with the, with the women's tag belts and everything. But I mean, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not too keen on it especially not. if she's gonna tag with natalia i'm not keen on I don't i'm like not keen natalia. on it either because you know i'm very high on e on eo and Kyrie. Well, yeah and i i'm just not i don't like natalia now, it's nothing personal but i don't like her wrestling style it's just not good this her can only be salvageable good. to me if eo and Kyrie just make a pop-up appearance the monday after mania i agree and i will drop or kick anything if and bailey and sasha just defend at takeover Against Io and Do you Shirai. know how cool that would be? Yeah, and then they can play off, okay, if Io and Kyrie win, they have to defend the next night at WrestleMania. I think that would be a fantastic storyline. And then we'll just still have happens. Banks and Bailey most likely win past Mania. Right, and that, yeah, keep the belts and on them. Yeah, and, pl and play the gutsy baby face. The first reign you want to be long. Oh, of course, with this belt, it Especially needs to be reign. Especially yeah. ba Bailey, yeah. Um, I'm turning the light on. It just got really dark gonna, in this yeah, room. I was going to say that, too. Let's see here. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, yeah, so now we have Daniel Bryan defending in – so they were uh, they were still advertising this match as a one-on-one -on -one match after the whole Kofi thing. And then Greg Hamilton comes out, and he says, the following contest is a triple threat for the WWE Championship. And everyone's like – and even the commentators were like, what's going on? And everyone was like, oh, so Kofi's still going to be in it, question mark. But if we remember, Vince said – the WWE Championship match will be a triple threat. And then he told Kofi, your match is next. I believe were the, those were his. I know yep. he said. I know for a fact that he said the WWE Championship will be a triple threat. Is that, and Kofi, and he never your said, match is next. I, not I'm pretty that sure, match is I'm next. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what yeah. he said. So, again, perfect, perfect phrasing by Vince. So, everyone's thinking, oh, Kofi's just going to come. So, Dan, or Kevin Owens comes out. Daniel Bryan comes out. And then they keep jawing at each other and talking mm -hmm. to, I think, the ref and Greg Hamilton. Where's the third? They were Where's like, the who's third? the third? What's happening? Mustafa Ali. Poor Mustafa Ali. Why, on God's green earth, would you put a, a new superstar to the main roster who is supposed to be this underdog babyface? Why would you put him in this situation? Well, if you think about it, this entire the Kofi storyline was technically Mustafa Ali's storyline, right? But Co the crowd wants Kofi so bad, the mm -hmm. universe wants Kofi so bad that when you you think it's going to be Kofi, and someone else comes out, whoever that person is, it's go they're going to get booed. This yep. was Rey Mysterio at number thirty in twenty fifteen. All over again. Yep. Th this was a terrible, terrible booking decision. If you're going to do this, throw in a heel. Throw in Randy Orton. 
throw in I have a returning Sami Zayn if he's cleared. I there's I, I just don't it's just, it it puts Mustafa at such a like it halts his momentum so much. And credit to Mustafa because he did get the crowd on his side at because at the beginning of the match it's just Kofi we want Kofi yeah. Kofi Kofi and they're just when Mustafa got announced he got booed out of the building. Yep. But but to Mustafa's credit, towards the end of the match they were popping for his near falls. So good on him. It would have been very damaging if they didn't. Exactly, yeah. But it's still damaging, I think. I because I, now I think that I think he's still going to get cheered, but it takes away from his momentum, that's for sure. Um but this match was great actually. This match I, I had a fun time watching this match this, honestly. Arguably this might be an unpopular opinion. Is it 7? It's 7. Wow. And apparently the shield are giving yeah. a farewell address. I'm I'm recording this so I'm going to watch this later. Okay. But um apparently Oh yeah, that's right. You have that online I, DVD I on. I TV. Um Apparently, if you could turn that down just a little bit, thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> uh, sorry, USA. And uh, Is there closed captioning? I personally think that this was match of the night. It, it, you'd be hard-pressed to find one better. I mean, a lot of people would argue that the main event was. I wasn't too into the main I don't want to say that. I loved the main event. It was beautiful. It was a reunion. It was basically a play the hits last last time ever show mm-hmm. it was the last time ever that a, a band was getting greatest hits together. yeah it was a greatest hits album basically but it was not the best match it was very fun it was very entertaining but it was not the best this was the best match in my opinion this triple threat um there were a lot of great spots mustafa hit the 054 on the apron yep. on daniel bryan With he the- also got drop kicked off of the top turnbuckle and just flew into the barricade. oh my goodness yeah it looked awful but it was awesome um, he, he took the finish, which was, he was diving for a cross body mm-hmm. or something. And Daniel just did his running knee out of mid air. Yeah, it was dope. Oh, it, was it looked amazing. So dope. And then Daniel dragged him for the one, two, three to retain all oh, his cell of the stunner was good. Mustafa's so good. He's so good. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying, put him in a match with, with Joe. For the U.S. title, but I think they, I think they screwed them. They put themselves in a no. compromising position where now Mustafa's going to be for the next four weeks. How are you going to redirect his attention from? And he, even he, because he got beaten clean. And Mustafa even tweeted himself. He's like, "I'm going to earn my spot." And I feel like that me, that means we're going to go to a, a fatal four way at Mania. Now. I don't think so. I think, unfortunately, Kevin's going to get probably put in the armbar. I think Mustafa is going to win. Some sort of battle royal for the number one contendership to the U.S. title. You know how they do. And I think it's going to be Kofi versus Brian 101. I don't think because you're already doing the triple threat for the women's title. There's going to be other multi-man matches. I mm-hmm. think you have to do this. I, they have to capitalize on Kofi Kingston. They if should, but they won't. Anyone else in the match, it's not going to be as the same. I think they're going to. Because I don't think Mustafa's got I, Mustafa doesn't have a claim to, for another title shot. He he's the one that got beat, mm-hmm. you know, and he wasn't even supposed to be in that match. Correct. He got hit. Well, I get he's getting his match that he should have gotten at Chamber, but he got it. He lost. He's out. I think that's how that's gonna work. I don't know what they do with Kevin. I that that's just an, a whole another unfortunate situation. Right. But 
Yeah, I, I think it's going to be Daniel Kofi. I really do. But, like, that's the thing. This this match got hijacked by the crowd. Not to the levels of Daniel Bryan, the yes movement type of thing, but mm-hmm. it did because the, everyone just wanted Kofi. So, I, it's weird booking as far as WWE goes. Yeah. Um, Speaking of weird booking, Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte Flair via disqualification. Towards the end of the match, we had Becky... Charlotte had Becky in the figure four, was not yet into the figure eight because you got to protect the figure eight. And as she's in the figure eight, she's about to bridge, or she's in the figure four, about to bridge into the figure eight. Ronda Rousey runs down to the ring and just gives one stiff shot to the throat (laughs) and leaves. And Becky won by disqualification. I hated this. Do you know why I hated this, Connor? Yes, please tell me why. Because... For the past week on social media, Becky has or Char- mm, Ronda, <laughs> third time's a charm. Ronda has been talking about how this is all fake and this is I'm actually a real fighter and I could beat the crap out of any of these people and I you know that you're all marks. I this is K- what is kayfabe, all of that stuff, and and now she's fully taking part in a wrestling storyline. And only giving one punch to Becky. While also decreasing her odds as a title, uh, for a title shot. Yes, yep. I know she wanted Becky in the match. That's the whole reason for it. But I I hated this. I if mean, you're going to... If they're going to play into this Becky's injured angle, right? And they're playing into this, Ronda thinks it's fake. Right. I, <laughs> and if they're playing into all of that, have Ronda beat the ever-living crap out of Becky mm-hmm. and have Becky stretchered out. If they're going to play into both of those angles, play into them. Don't just give a stiff shot to the face and leave. Oh, it was terrible. This this feud, the match is going to be great, and I can't wait for Becky to win. This feud has turned to shit. It has. It has. We were We talked at length about this last night, how they had something really good. Yeah. And even and even when they included Charlotte in it, like I was openly vocal against it, but they still found a way to make it interesting, and they just ran it to the ground. This feud was so easy to write. Mm-hmm. Becky won the Rumble what, that she wasn't in. All you have to do is have Charlotte say, you weren't in the Rumble. I was. I should have won. I'll face you at Fastlane for your Rumble shot. If I win, I get added to the triple threat. Yep. That's all you have to do. And then have this where you have... Ronda, Ronda shooting on everyone. Yeah, and the, shoot, they, work, whatever. I don't think they should do that anyway. But like, it, I don't know. Then you have Ronda, or you have Charlotte cheat to win somehow, or have Ronda come out and beat Charlotte because Charlotte cost her a match earlier in the night or something. Mm-hmm. It, that, that's easy, and I just, oh, I don't get it. They had such an easy storyline, and they just made it so convoluted and so complex and just uninteresting <sighs> so, I, yeah. I saw i saw that interference coming like weeks oh, weeks away so 100%. i was just like eh, whatever now we have the triple threat at mania so i'm glad that we have the match i'm glad that they actually set the match in stone and that we can actually build to it now mm-hmm. that's all i that's all i wanted and then we met we ended the show with one last time the shield teaming up to take on the mid card of doom which was Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. Interestingly enough, no Leo Rush. 
Not sure why, but that's fine. Um, this was too long of a match. And I know I'm going to get flack for this, but it should not have gone 24 minutes. You know why? Because it involved the Shield. I know. And that's the other thing. I should have known that the she- that a Roman Reigns match was going to main event the pay-per-view. <laughs> Here we go. Here we I'm go. Ju- okay. <laughs> for Last real, time ever for the Shield, though. We, yes, I kind of no, had I, to figure that out. I, no, I, agree. I mean, I'm ag- I agree I'm with you. Mad. I don't know why I went into last night thinking that it wasn't going to be the main event. I, completely, I thought too. it was going to be the, the co-main event. Yeah. So, I, I enjoyed this match. It was good. It was too long, but I loved it. You you literally got all of the greatest hits. You got the spears, the Superman punches, the drive-bys. You got the the diving. You the Seth jumping off of stuff. You got the dirty deeds. You got the you dirty got the, deeds. You the, got the lunatic, lunatic lariat. lariat. You got the triple two triple power bombs. You, one through a table. You got one. You got a few ooahs. You got the vicious beatdowns. Yeah. Uh, you had you everything. had to, you had the the shield uh, surround the ring mm-hmm. uh, when Baron was all the by himself. Synchronized pin break up by Seth and Dean which was timed beautifully uh it, it was great it, it was awesome it was super nostalgic it was it was great it was very emotional to know that it was the last time well of figuring that it's going to be the last time right assuming Dean does leave because they keep playing because they even on here they were like well, Dean like Reigns is gonna do whatever. Reigns has a singles match tonight. Ambrose is gonna do well, whatever it is. Ambrose is gonna do, and Rollins has his WrestleMania match. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, it was good. I don't, I don't even have to say what spots we got. We know what spots we yep. got. We got the dive over in the uh, off of the balcony in the crowd. Mm-hmm. We got the triple power bombs. I was just glad I got Uwah back. I missed yeah. that. And the crowd were super into it. And it was a good way to end the show. No and heel turn. They didn't even they didn't even tease a heel turn at all. No. Nope. Th- this was literally enjoy the shield. Because you might not ever get him again. Th- they all came down the same aisle in the crowd. Mm-hmm. D- there was never tension between Dean and Seth. No. Nope. There was never a glare in Dean's eye. He wasn't wearing his vest by one strand by one thread. You know, all that stuff that was going on the first time. It was just Shield. Shield. Here it is enjoy and it, it was great it was it was fun i think it went too long 15 18 minutes would have been fine i think 20 25 is they had long. time they had to kill time they don't though <laughs> it doesn't have to go three to doesn't half have to but you know it has to i know um well then give these other matches more time hey man i don't make the rules i know <laughs> Give the triple threat tag team match five more minutes. Give the fatal four way more more minutes. <laughs> Just, anyway, uh, no, it was fun though. I don't know. I think they're gonna go Roman versus Baron. I don't think they're gonna do unless Dean turns on Raw tonight, which they could do. Right. I mean, even Seth Roman. I mean, he still had his his usual stuff, but I don't think he's fully in. He's fully ring ready yet. Well, so, no, yeah, that's why you do a three-minute squash match on Baron Corbin. Exactly, that's why I think a match with Corbin is best. You know, you know, work work his ring stamina up these these next four weeks. I only worry then, that they do something where Corbin attacks him pre-match, and then beats him down for five minutes, and then Reigns makes a comeback. That type. I just want it to be Reigns just Roman, beating the everlasting. Roman, I want it to. We just got we just got the him. Shield best of. I want this to be a Roman best of. But he just beats the crap and hits all of his special moves on Corbin and wins in two minutes. Why would you make it a spot fest if he's coming back and back to being full time? Put him over. You put 
the Roman Reigns over. He's this is the and I what I'm about to say. I hate that I have to say it. Do because you want of the him to have a competitive match with Baron Corbin? Of course I don't. Of course I don't. But I don't want it to be uh, Ronda Ruby 2.0. As is what I'm saying. What's the alternative though? What else would you do? I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. But I don't. I mean, the answer would be Dean Ambrose versus Roman. But yes, that's yes. I don't know. My thing is here is that Roman is the most over he has been in his career so far, and I hate that his health that is a health situation played a role in well, that. Well, yes. I hate that it did, but I'm glad that it, he recovered and he's healthy enough to the point where I, I'm at a point where I could say that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing where I hate the fact that health played right. a role into I'm, it, yeah. but the fact that he's healthy enough and back and he's is good. Right, and he's good, you know, that we're talking about it. I'm just saying I think it works if for the next four weeks you build Baron Corbin Oh, so what you're saying is Baron just destroying the, yeah, the just lights out of Roman? Yeah, literally have him do what he did, what was it, two weeks ago when mm-hmm. he s- said that – him being general manager of Raw was harder than Roman going through camp. Like, have him do that kind of stuff. Oh, build he, him he up. He garnered mega heat for that. Build him up as this mega heel, which he has been, and make the crowd hate him more like they hate him already. And then just because then you go into Mania and you say, okay, I want to see Roman Reigns beat the ever-living crap out of Baron Corbin. And then he does. And it's perfect. The crowd goes home. The crowd loves the match. You get your filler. You get your obligatory Roman Reigns Mania match. There's going to be 15, 16, 17 matches on this card. Some of them have to be short. And that would be a perfect time to just do two minutes. Yep. Roman Reigns leaves. Fair enough. And and again, like I mentioned, you get the obligatory. Is Roman Reigns on the main roster healthy? Yes. Put him in a Mania match. You get the match. Exactly. Because the focus shouldn't be on Roman. It nope. should be on Rollins going into Mania. Personally, so. I also don't think Ambrose should be on at Mania. If anything, he can be in the armbar. But he doesn't win. I think Ambrose, Obviously. in all honesty, I think Ambrose should come out at the end of the Lesnar match, assuming Rollins wins. Reigns and, Rollin, mm. and, Reigns and Ambrose come out, celebrate with them. They bye just bye. had their moment. I don't think they're good. I think that needs to be Seth's moment. Fair. You know what I mean? That's fair. If they want to, they can do that on Raw the next night. Mm-hmm. But I think that needs to be Seth's moment. Fair enough. Even though, I mean, he's already had a WrestleMania moment, to be fair. But this will be like him. He's a he's, he's the a beast baby slayer, face. Yeah. He's doing this on his own. Yep. Yeah. Have him twirl the red belt around oh, on the, uh, on the, on the uh, ring ramp. And plus, that, I mean, that's not even ending the show. It's not ending the show. You're I right. I assume. We would assume. I think, I think they've unofficially leaked it that the at the Becky Ron the Charlotte thing is going to be the main event. They've kind of been calling them both main event matches. I personally think if they do Kofi Bryant, that garners more of a main event status than they have a lot of main Lesnar. event caliber matches. I, I, it'll be interesting. Really I'm excited for WrestleMania. I think I'm more excited about this mania than I was last year's. Shockingly well, enough. Yeah, because I <laughs> Yeah, because the main event was Brock versus Roman. <laughs> well, you're forgetting. And I, we didn't know although we didn't know about Strom. Yeah, I I'm, we didn't I'm know about excited. Strowman's partner. We knew Ronda was going to get a, a gifted W. I was very excited for last year. So I was excited. I think I, I, I think I agree. I think I'm I and was, I think it's interesting too because there's only a few set in stone matches. There's yep. really technically only two set in stone matches right now. And the woman's belt and the and the, and the universal. universal. Yeah. So like but I mean there's other matches that are very much implied, Shane and Miz. Um and Buddy's going to be facing his tournament winner type of thing. But 
there's not too many other matches, so I think it's I think it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, no, like like I said, I, I mean, I was I was excited for last year's Mania, but this year's Mania gives me a new. I have a I have a lot more uh, excitement going AJ. into it. I have a yep, Randy versus. Oh, AJ. we didn't talk about the Elias stuff. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Really, I he I, he came in after certain spots where where faces either won or lost, and then rip ripped on them for a while and, and then I, and then there's the one where Lacey Evans did his stroll right. then Randy Orton hits a very miscellaneous random RKO then turns around and there's AJ Styles with a phenomenal forearm yep. in the most random segment I've ever seen in pay-per-view history I will say though I liked that they did those first two segments with Elias where he didn't get erupted mm-hmm. interrupted because everyone's sitting there watching Elias and saying, okay, who's going to come out? Lacey. And then he doesn't. <laughs> I like that. I want them to do that every once in a while where he doesn't get interrupted. I like that a lot because then it changes things up. You never mm-hmm. know who's going to come out, what's going to – if anyone's going to come out. I like that a lot. I do. I will say that. Um, but, yeah, overall, I gave this a 3 out of 5. I was not very impressed. The main event was good. The WWE Championship was good. Uh, the U.S. title was good. That's about it. High C, low C plus. I don't know what that would be in stars. About a three or three point five. I'll give it a three point three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said high C, low C plus, so three point three. Point three. I don't know. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> you know what? Just anyway. Oh yeah, the Where thing the thing that gave the thing that gave it that point three uh, pushed it a little bit more than just a flat three was the fact that my nostalgia ran wild with the shield. Fair enough. So th- it they did its job. Quick prediction: I think it's going to be Tony Nese. Is he face? Who's face? I mean, Buddy's basically face on pay per views. Really? I mean, Oni Larkin, Cedric Alexander, Drew Gulak, or Tony Nese. I know Gulak is heel. Tony Nese is heel, isn't he? I, I already maybe, technically I be faced now. Yeah, I I don't think it's gonna be Alexander. No, he ha- he was just in this p- position last year. I wouldn't mind Noni Lurkin. He's fantastic. I actually wouldn't mind that, but I, my prediction is gonna be Tony Nese. Anyway, that is our fast lane review. Thank you for all for listening, Connor. Take us out. <laughs> I'm all right. I need a list now. Give me a oh, yeah, that's right. second. This is going to be great. All right. First round KO. Find this on. Here we go. Find this on. I'm just going to go in order. Anchor. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Spotify. Breaker. Overcast. Pocket Casts. And Stitcher. Link, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, on Twitter, follow Kyle at Olsen2K18. Follow myself at Connormore underscore seven. Follow the podcast at FRKO Podcast. And three count review. At three, the number three. Count, count review. review. And here we go, Yelich. At literally just the words, here, here we, we go, go Yelich. Links in the description. That's a lot of links. Next time, Ron Smackdown review. Yep, more wrestling. Yep. Sorry if you don't like wrestling. Yeah, we'll be back to regular sports on Friday or Thursday or whenever we record. Mm. End of the week. End of the week. Yo, that actually bring, that actually poses a really good question. Yes. How are we gonna do that? Because you know Thursday and Friday. I'm I I I DJ. Okay. Let's just do it before we DJ. Yeah. Or we? Well, I mean, technically we. You're always. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you're up there with me. You coming out this week with that? I'll I'll be there one of the nights probably. 
Dope. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll do it before we All right, cool. Sounds good to me. All right, until the next time. We'll catch you when we talk to systems since day one ish. Come on. in the Ralph Polo, burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa, I just want to jump from the top and fly solo, fill the hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos, acid wash jeans, advance in the Ralph Polo, burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa, I just want to jump from the top and fly solo.